accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. Yeah, what's going on? My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show here to go off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Indianapolis is starting to get some negative national attention regarding this guy out of Minnesota that was incarcerated here that just was, due to a clerical error, was able to walk out. He's accused of murder. Was that, It's starting to get national attention. Yeah, well, I mean, you let one alleged murderer just walk right out the door and then everybody's up your backside. I mean, come on. Don't we have, are we a forgiving? This, was, this place sucks, I was just man. telling Amber yesterday, it's not like in Pennsylvania where the guy crab walked up the, the, the wall and broke through razor blades of wire and fences. This guy, because of a clerical error, was allowed to just walk out the sheriff's office. No, he, he was he was, uh, Joliet, he was Joliet Jake Blues and the Blues Brothers. Yeah. They probably told him, one hat black, one watch, and then as they open the doors, they play She Caught the Katie. Now, joking aside, this is a problem with the Marion County Sheriff's Department, specifically at the leadership. And Rob, you and I talked about this earlier today. So one month ago, you had a deputy get murdered because the Sheriff's Department leadership said one person is okay for a violent murderer to transport him back and forth through a medical examination. One person. Well, that deputy was ultimately murdered, and Sheriff Kerry Forrestal blames it on staffing. What more can you do? Staffing. Not even barely a month later, Rob. Here we are. They let a murderer go in the streets. And if that wasn't bad enough, the cherry on top of the Sunday was they waited a week to tell anybody about it. Yeah, and that is where you look at just the utter incompetence of the triangle of terror. There was a famous wrestling faction in the early 90s. It was Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa during the Gulf War, and they were called the Triangle of Terror. And the modern Triangle of Terror is Forrestal, Hogshead, and Mears. And you look at these three people, and you say, my goodness, it's a wonder we even have a city at all left. And we've been talking about this throughout the show National attention, NBC News, Fox News, basically calling the leadership at the Marion County Sheriff's Office incompetent. I mean, when you share that type of story, you know what the reaction is going to be, right? Yeah, but what's the punishment? Nothing ever happens to these people. They keep getting reelected. They keep moving forward. And... Part of it is you look at how inept the Marion County GOP is. I mean, look no further than the guy at the top of the ticket and Shreve. And they don't feel any pressure or any need to be any better because they're not going to lose. 
They're not going to lose. There's, there's, there's the, and when they don't, when politicians don't fear the people, this is how they behave. Who's and, not going to lose? The Democrats. Okay, I thought you meant the Indiana GOP. No, I'm saying like, yeah, the, they've the, been doing nothing but losing. Well, that's my point. The Republicans are putting absolutely no pressure on the Democrats. Jefferson Shreve had a chance to be an awesome candidate who could have lifted a whole bunch of people and cleaned up this mess. Instead, he chose to fight with people about abortion and go after law-abiding gun owners. And people are looking for a reason to vote against Joe Hawkset. Not just hardcore Republicans. Keep in mind, the Democrats tried multiple primary candidates against a sitting mayor. That's very rare. They're desperate to vote this clown out. And Jefferson Shreve comes in and says, well, if you think this guy's a clown, let me get out of the small car myself. (laughs) Did you... Did you see the? I, I'll post this question to you, uh, Rob. Did you see the uh, uh, the Sharif attack ad against Hogsett? Finally, questioning where he was on the nights of the riots. Is it? Is it? I mean, I liked the ad. Trust me, but is it too little, too late? Well, as Bruce Willis famously said to old Al in uh, in Die Hard, "Welcome to the party, pal." Yes, it's too late. I mean, the narrative is this guy is a squish and he's weak and he's already alienated people. I'll put it to you, Hammer. I put it to you. Greg, I put it. I'll put it to you, Hammer. You're the one of the guys he's lost. You live here in Marion County. You can or, or or can choose to or not vote for the guy. Did one stupid little ad at the end of September win you back after he essentially said you're the problem for legally owning a firearm? To quote Doctor Evil, no. <laughs> How about no? So if you're doing a March Madness style bracket here, yeah. all right, and you're looking for the number one seed of the biggest problem in Indianapolis, is it Joe Hawkset? Is it Ryan Mears? Or is it Kerry Forrestal? Because each can make a claim to be the number one seed. Hell, we talked earlier in the show, Ryan Mears was the man that let the woman out with a sweetheart deal that stabbed the baby. And did I mention she's been arrested nearly 20 times, Jeez. including stabbing? Yeah, but that had been like in 1943 going, who's the biggest problem here? Is it is it Japan? Is it Germany? Or is it Italy? They're all problems. They're all, the, it's out of the, the head of the same monster. And it is a radical leftism, this woke Marxist communist BS, and they are more interested in placating to a bunch of lunatics than actually being competent and fixing the problem. And Nigel, one of these days, you know, we're going to have grandkids, and maybe they're doing like a study in the classroom about Indianapolis history, and they're going to come to us and go, Hey, Dad, I see that Joe Hogsett was named the mayor three straight times in Indianapolis. He must have been really good. And we're going to have to sit there and explain <laughs> no. to him, well, actually, little Billy, uh, the homicides were out of control. It was a record time for homicides. The homeless and drug problem was worse than it's ever been, and businesses were leaving the city in Dude, droves. I, it's so funny you mention that because my son watches this YouTube show called Darman. <laughs> And I, I'm not getting. I can't explain it to you what it's about. It's just a hugely popular show. But in between, kind of, the, you know, the ads that pop up on their, these YouTube channels is Hogset pro Hogset ads, and he's like, Dad, like, who, I, I had to explain to him the exact same thing you just said to him last night, or you just said to me last night. Well, actually, no. There's a lot of crime in the city, and uh, 
he's not really doing anything to stop it, and and he's not a very good candidate at all. He well, doesn't understand well, what I'm talking about. He's at, 11 years old. Yeah, at least Hawkshead is securing the 11-year-old vote. He's doing great with that. <laughs> Rob Kendall joining us to go off the rails here on the Hammer and Nigel show. So <laughs> we've got a picture posted on our social media of Donald Trump campaigning in Iowa where he may or may not be signing this hot chick's can. Is that real? Do we know for a fact that's not yeah, artificial yeah, yeah. intelligence? No, that's real. That's real? Yeah. yeah. I it. saw that and I thought, oh, that's my wife. It's real and it's spectacular. I thought, saw that and I told my wife, I said, man, that artificial intelligence is getting really good. You're telling me that's real? No, he, he walked into this bar in Iowa and everybody just went ape. Uh. Everybody. I mean, he's a rock star. So it seems like, Rob, the president's going to be sitting out the next GOP debate, and he's going to be speaking to the auto workers in Michigan. Now, the UAW president, super left-leaning guy, he's got his panties in a wad about this, ripping Donald Trump. I think it's a brilliant political move. While everybody else is on stage at the Reagan Library doing the debate, he's going to be speaking in a swing state. Probably still blue, but a swing state to the auto workers about how I'm the deal maker. I can make things happen. Let's make a deal. The art of the deal. You don't agree with me. Well, I just think it's incredibly insulting to voters. But, you know, you know what I say? You get the government you deserve. And it appears with Trump, people just want to keep being insulted because he'll go on Meet the Press, big left show, and he'll answer their questions. But he will not stand on a stage at the Reagan Library, the most revered Republican president since Lincoln, and will not answer questions or be held accountable for his viewpoint. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if the only goal is, hey, politically, what's the best move for me? Sign me up for that if that's your goal. But, man, I'll tell you what, I'm looking for somebody who is actually willing to tell me what the hell they're going to do to fix this country. So you guys really don't disagree. I mean, I mean, you're just disagreeing that he's going to speak to the auto workers and not the debate. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... Well, I think that's a great, great idea, though. I think it's brilliant from Trump. There's no win for doing these debates... Against people that if you add up all of their totals yeah. still might not beat you yeah. he can answer those questions rob when he gets up there against biden or gavin or michelle but or he, whoever the hell it is he, they're going to nominate but, but the problem is he was a complete lunatic in in those debates in 2020 he was a complete lunatic he was so much better against hillary clinton in 2016 than he was against biden in 2020 why because he spent the previous six nine months whatever going through those republican primary debates trump is not a good debater he is not poised. He is not calm. So why not- do you want him to do another one? It will make him better. He's not going to lose. I want him to be accountable. Why are you okay with him not answering questions? Because he's on a stage with a bunch of people that probably are going to be selling peanuts this time next year. <laughs> he's going to be on the stage with a dementia patient in, November, in the fall of next year. But that's going to be on the ballot, though. Like, he is going to be the wait, Republican nominee. Wait, wait, wait. You are okay as a taxpayer of this country having some guy take his middle finger, put it in your face, and go, I don't have to answer to you. To these other candidates, yes. But he's not it's not answering to them. It's answering to the American people. It's having somebody who will actually press you on, hey clown, why did you sign off on printing five trillion dollars? Why did you put Fauci in charge? Why did you promote mandatory mask mandates? Why did you promote shutdowns? And he, those questions will come when he's in the general debate. All that's gonna happen if you put him up there with these losers like Doug and everybody <laughs> else, they're gonna take every personal shot at him and it doesn't help him in the long game. But 
is it about helping yourself or is it about being accountable to the people of the country? Clearly for Trump, it's about helping himself. I want to win the election in November of 2024. Yeah. There, but there's nothing Trump has done over the past, what has it been, one, two, three, three years that shows you he is any better as a candidate than he was in 2020. I agree with that. I agree with so that. So how's he going to win? But it doesn't help when your quote-unquote allies are saying, oh, by the way, you smacked a porn star in the ass with a magazine cover you may have been a part of. Like, whatever gets Joe Biden and these lunatics screwing over this country out of office, if it's one or two political points that Donald Trump has to get in a swing state, I'm fine with it, so man. You, so you are okay with this guy just not being accountable to anyone and then walking up on that stage with Joe Biden, which you may or may not do then either, because I don't think Biden wants to what have a debate. What do we not know about <laughs> Donald Trump that you haven't been able to figure out by now, I have, I have no idea, and he has never answered why he put Anthony Fauci in charge and praised Anthony Fauci. I have no idea why Donald Trump printed $5 trillion in 2020. I have no idea why Donald Trump was for mandatory masking or shutdowns. He's never answered that question. Okay, so these are the things that I would hope the moderator brings up when he's sitting there against Joe Biden or whoever the hell it is. We got two minutes left. Here. Oh, great! Something <laughs> amazing happened recently. Uh oh, the Rob Kendall T-shirt. Oh yes, that is amazing. Boy, I was uh, really anticipating what you were going to say there. Uh, yes, at store.hammerandnigel.com, <laughs> you can now get either an "I love Rob Kendall" T-shirt or an "I hate Rob Kendall" T-shirt. And uh, they are look. I'm. I ordered several. I hate Rob Kendall T-shirts. I hope that's okay because <laughs> I just. I love the frowny red face. On and the, they're in teacher red. Yes, absolutely. Which was brilliant. A lot of people were like, "You should have done them in purple." No, Einstein. We did them in red because of the red for Ed, so that all the teachers next year at the state house can wear their "I hate Rob Kendall" shirts as they're screaming about being underpaid or whatever the new cause du jour is. Do we know how many have sold yet? Tamer, do you have those stats yet, or are they still coming in? Like, still coming still, in. Okay. No idea yet. I'll have right. to get with our web guy that runs the store. Okay. Uh, but I'm thinking you, I hate Rob Kendall probably have sold more. Oh, absolutely. There's no one likes me. You, in a rare moment where you're not being a total troll, have decided to <laughs> donate your profits. Yes, this. all of my portion of the proceeds will go to Project Rescue. Project Rescue is a phenomenal uh, organization that helps women that are in, entrapped in, in human trafficking across the world. So if you buy an A Hate Rob Kendall t-shirt, you not only get to tell everyone how much you hate me, but you're also helping a really good cause. And it could also be the I love Rob Kendall shirt, too. Yeah, it just seems more rewarding if people buy the I hate Rob Kendall t-shirt because that's going to charity. Because we want kids to go to school wearing the I yes. love Rob Kendall oh. shirts. My wife ordered seven I hate Rob Kendall shirts. I need one for every day of the week. <laughs> What's coming up tomorrow? Uh, boy, it looks like the writer's strike might be coming in to an end. So I know there's about seven people in our audience who will care about that and get their television back. So we'll do a deep dive on that. Special thanks to uh, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. You guys are the best. He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.